the lights are bright. I, I should probably do it. And we're like, no, don't, don't do it. So I decided not to, and I'm so glad that I didn't. Because it did feel, even though it was, even though it was, it was more for me than it was like for anyone else. I didn't, and um, I'm sorry. Damn it! This is the first one. <laughs> We used to be kids. Now we're not. Something happened in between. This is the Broken Youth Club. Uh, can I read you something? Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a, a post in our Facebook group, and she had basically said a handful of things that I was already thinking, uh, because, and we'll get into it more here in a sec, but I, we just got back from a summer camp, adult summer camp. Mm-hmm. A lot of you listening were there, which, by the way, was a big surprise. Yeah, way more people than I thought. Yeah. Which was like really sweet, but like also a little like more. jarring. It like, was oh, because God. like I expected a f- like a handful. Yeah. For sure. I didn't expect. Almost I mean, everyone we talked to was like at least had, it was on there like, yeah, like this person had told me about it. I know what you're talking about. But the vast majority of people have listened to at least a couple episodes already, mm-hmm. if not like are caught up, mm-hmm. which was, Yeah. It's yeah, just, I uh, thought like, of like, ma- I thought maybe like two or three people would like, that's what I expected. And then we got there yeah. and I was like, oh, my God. <clears throat> and it's funny because like I almost um, <clears throat> my immediate was like, I almost felt a little embarrassed. Why? <laughs> embarrassed? Yeah, because it just hmm. felt like um, it kind of put me in this like <clears throat> real time space of feeling really vulnerable because these people have like heard me be really vulnerable and like. So that, so it made you feel more vulnerable, you think? Yeah, to like mm. be in front of them in person and be like, "Oh shit, you know, you know a lot about the not great things I've been feeling lately." But like, I don't know. Did you it guys change by the end of the weekend? Yeah, I mean, because they were like, everybody was so sweet. Yeah, um, and a handful of people like talked to us a little bit more in depth. Yeah, um, and so then I got <clears throat> to like kind of know them in a more. Uh, like intimate way I guess right but yeah. right off the jump it was like my immediate thought was almost to be like oh my god sorry that you've listened to me cry so much because <laughs> <laughs> it just feels like but everybody thanked us for <clears throat> that the yeah uh, I mean everybody's like hey that's overwhelming support yeah yeah um, I just feel like I didn't really know how to respond it's like it's different me- it's new for sure yeah well maybe for you I, I've for over the past few years since I've started working with Dan I've gotten uh, val- like verbal uh, validation and written validation of the work that I do over there. Mm-hmm. But before that, I was I was very vocal to you about like, man, I feel like I'm mm-hmm. fucking busting my ass and like nobody fucking cares. Yeah. But then once I you know started that this new chapter over here, there's this whole fan base of you know the time suck world, the bad magic world, <clears throat> and because my 
art is so integral to that at this point. I do. I have had a lot of people over the past few years tell me like how much they appreciate the um, well, the quantity and like how cool everything is and just making it. <clears throat> I, I still I don't know any other podcast or brand that can keep up with what we're doing on the same like release schedule and like how weird things are and all that fun stuff. So yeah, that isn't necessarily new, but what is new for me is like in person, I've gone to some of Dan's shows and have seen fans there, but other than last year and this year, this is my first real experience of like people genuinely giving me thanks and, um, you know, appreciation for something that you and I are doing. Yeah. And it is, yeah, I, I do get how it's like, uh, it weird isn't the right word, but it is, uh, it's an interesting feeling that you just have, you don't know it until you get it. Yeah. Because we've talked about it before. Like, um, for, for the most part, everybody there knows a lot more about me than I know about any of them. Right. <clears throat> you guys listening. But I mean, there is a scale of, I mean, a lot of you I have seen on socials now for, uh, well, a few years now. So I do feel like I, you know, I watch you from afar. Mm -hmm. There was a, a someone who came up to us and said, oh, you probably don't remember me. And I said, let me guess your last name. Yeah. And I'm terrible with last names. Yeah. And I nailed it. Yeah. And, um, well, I almost said another person's name. I don't want to, but there's so many people that I was like, oh my God, like it really felt like going to a high school reunion in the sense of, and I've never even been to one. <laughs> of you, you see these people from afar mm -hmm. for so long that when you see them in person, it really feels like you're catching up with an old friend. Right. Even though I don't know you, I want to get to know everybody more. That's why I like doing these events. And I think we'll talk about that more way later. Yeah. The, yeah. But well, we talked like um, <clears throat> a little bit in one of the episodes about the girl that told me I had a good singing voice and I responded with like a shut up or whatever. <sighs> like, I don't, uh, I'm like really bad at taking compliments, right. period, whether it's from you or from a stranger or whatever. It's like they uh, they just make me immediately feel like uncomfortable in the way of I need to immediately like say something to like self-deprecate. Yeah. And do I don't know. Do you think it's like almost like a, a non-genuine or, there, or do you no, it's like there's no that, way that you can think that when I think this? I think that I don't think that people aren't being genuine. I don't ever take it like that. I think that they really think what they're saying to me. Um, but I think for me, like I was just raised to be like so humble that yeah. like nobody would ever think <clears throat> that I Excuse think me. that I'm great at anything or right. that I think I'm like, I don't know. Sometimes I really struggle with this because I don't think my parents meant to do what they ended up doing. But it was so much like you don't want to come off like you're bragging or whatever that instead it's like my immediate is to basically be like, no, I'm not better than anyone at anything. Mm. Or like, no, my voice is not worth listening to. Uh, or like, I don't have anything that's really like profound How or do worth we teach saying. That? How do we teach that? Because I, <clears throat> I feel like I've had the mindset where it's even if it's a mind trick. Okay, so like music, when I was in band, for me to be challenged to be better, progressively better, yeah, 
I had to mentally put myself in the space of, nah, I'm better than you. And I'm going to prove that to myself. I wouldn't say that. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't act like that around you because I'm very much the person of like, this This is a team. Um, but that my, same thing with like my business, looking at other businesses around. I helped. I had friends in other businesses. I've gotten I've gotten deals by being friendly with other businesses. But in my mind, I'm better than them. Um, so how do you teach that balance of like not being arrogant, but being confident? Yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, I can even think of like I remember this one time um, in volleyball, which if I was going to toot my horn about anything, I was a pretty decent volleyball player. Dude, I still think. You could have, because I know, well, you're taller than I would say the average female, but you don't have, you know, the the real height to be, to play like collegiate level, right? But I always thought you should have tried still. No, I think- That's I'm, how good I thought you were. I think I'm tall enough <clears throat> to, to play. I think that there were definitely colleges I could have gotten on if I yeah. had tried. I just wanted to, I mm-hmm. wanted to go to the very specific college I wanted to, and that was a Big Ten school. And the, all those girls are like, you know, 5'10 and up. Right. Um, but I remember like we played this game and we played against this team that our school like had maybe literally never lost to. It was like a a game we could pretty much always count on winning. Okay. And, um, it was my freshman year and they had like pulled me up to play varsity that game. And I had a good game, even though we ended up losing to this team. Okay. And I remember it. The next practice or whatever, the coach was like so freaking pissed that we had lost. But like I in that game had literally literally like tied one of the school records for something. I don't know if it was like kills or what it was, but I had literally tied the school record. Okay. And she always would like read off the stats at the beginning of practice and then talk about the game and then whatever. And I remember being like kind of hype, you know, because I was like, a freshman and I it was one of the first varsity games I had ever played uh, but she immediately like jumped my ass for being excited that I had had such a good game mm. because the team had lost right so I shouldn't be happy or proud of what I had done because overall <laughs> yeah. the team still lost and that's fucking embarrassing yeah, man she was real hard yeah like just ha- like a hard person but I, I mean like me like I was always like in my eyes, it was, hey, I'm here supporting your team every fucking game. On the road, every fucking game. I'm cheering. And for whatever reason, I don't know why, but when I would see her like uh, in school, just in the hallway or whatever, she always like, I don't know what it was. You know how you just people are just shitty yeah. with their demeanor? Like, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> like, yeah. I always thought she was a bitch. She was a pretty cold person. Yeah. Um, handed out very few compliments unless you were like her favorite person yeah. on the team. But anyway, sorry, uh, that was just a side deviation. Which <laughs> I was not. So I feel like even in these moments throughout my life where I've had these experiences that were probably brag worthy, I w- was kind of immediately cut down to size. Yeah. So now I just have a really hard time accepting compliments or accepting that I've done anything worth talking about. So when people are coming up to us at camp and being like, oh, my gosh, like mm. when you said this, it made me feel this way or whatever. My immediate is like, oh, my God, I'm so uncomfortable. Like, no, I'm just like a norm. Like I have in my mind very normal, not important things to say. Mm. 
So when other people are like, nope, what you said really mattered or that really hit me. And I don't know how to receive that. Yeah, I would love to work on that. I don't know how to work on that. Um, But yeah, so it was, it felt awkward Okay, when people would give compliments. And so then instead I would kind of just like try to immediately like, you know, get more like personal information out of them or like a, I would try to sidestep it to put it into back something on the, else. Like, let's focus on you. Yeah. Because okay. it just felt yeah. like for me, uh, it, it was this kind of uncomfortable, like, no, yeah. nope, no, no, I'd like to, when I talk to people, <laughs> I also like to just make them feel like, a well, what I am, I'm, I'm interested in learning about them because I've always been interested in, uh, people and how they live their lives just because people live so vastly differently what they do for a living what their hobbies are whether they have pets i know they're basic questions but they're quick and easy ways to get to know somebody so that's typically what i'll do like i'll i'll i'll, I'll do the quick little intro and unless if they have questions for me i'm happy you know to take them but i'm usually pretty quick to ask like so where where are you coming from or what, you know, what I've asked, I asked a bunch of people what their pets were. A couple of people were so excited to pull out their phones and show me. Yeah. And that's the, I don't know, man, as I get older, I've waffled, I've, 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 uh, was it undulated from, <laughs> uh, being, you know, angry at society and humanity for, I feel like it's just like driving itself into a fucking dust pile faster and then I'll have these pendulous swings to then I'm like all peace and love and I want to hug everybody. Mm-hmm. And then I've, I've, I've struggled with that for so long. But now as I'm getting older, like that's what I want to try to do with my life is to, is to uh, connect with people in, in some way. And that this past weekend was an opportunity <clears throat> to get to do that again in real life. Where you are able to, you know, set aside the fact that you are an adult in the real adult world. And you can kind of kind of play for a little bit. And you get to do that with other humans. I think it's so important to play. Um, whether that's singing karaoke or doing activities or watching a, a drag or comedy show. Like it was, I, I enjoy being together with people and the 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 those phatic uh hellos around camp those mm-hmm. are probably my favorite yeah it's like when i would i would see someone and this is also something i'm working on is like name and face i, I have pretty good face recognition i know a face when i've seen it right i'm terrible with name recognition mm-hmm. um but what i would really appreciated is i'm tr- i really am trying to like okay george 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 and you know, keep it in mind yeah so the next time I see this dude, I know it's George. And I didn't have to look at name tags like hardly at all this weekend, which was cool. And it was really nice to like, you know, I pop over here and I say, oh, hey, to this person. And then, uh, you know, seven hours later, you see them again, just passing through lunch or whatever. And, you know, it's not going to be a stop and talk, but it, it was this very nice. Like I felt I, I genuinely felt like I was like uh young again with like friends in school again yeah it's like like oh hey brandon you know yeah and you just pass each other and then you know 
Like for me, it was like, well, that's nice. I liked that. <laughs> mm. And then for them, I hope it was very like, oh, that was cool. I like that. Yeah. Just those like quick little dopamine rushes. And yeah. I think communing with people, um, I think that's like the easiest way. You can lose hours sitting around a fire. Mm-hmm. And that is the cheapest thing to make. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I no, but I think that lends very uh, nicely into what I wanted to read to you, which again was a message from our Facebook group. Um, she says, I really enjoyed this week's episode as usual. Um, I've struggled with anxiety forever. My first panic attack was when I was in elementary school. Uh, the ER visit was awkward because I thought I was dying, but no, it was just anxiety disorder. No, it hasn't really gotten better since, and I really get the mirroring people, uh, people pleasing, uh, and worry that everything will come crashing down at any moment. Getting all of my loved ones in one place freaks me out because everyone gets a different version of me, and I'm afraid if it comes, I'm afraid it comes off as fake, which right there. That's a very important point I want to I want to get to because I think it's something that you have said many many times before, and something um, I have definitely been feeling. And we talked a little. Bit. The, the reason I picked this one out is because we were at camp and something happened, which I will talk about in a sec. But that came up that that idea of fake or genuine. Uh, she says I just want everyone to have a good time. And have something to talk about or enjoy. I'm a chameleon that can change uh, to fit any situation. Even though most of the time I prefer to be alone and just people watch. Me too. Uh, therapy has uh, kind of helped with that aspect. But I'm still in the thick of it. My best friend and I are both that way. So when we get together we can genu- genuinely be ourselves. And not have to worry about pleasing the other. Even if it's just sitting in silence or each other's company. Finding low, a low-maintenance friend has been a lifesaver, truly. Uh, oh, and then also, as a self-admitted Harry Potter nerd, the Hogwarts Legacy game was everything I wanted in an open-world uh, Harry Potter game. It fueled my inner child, so I think you might like it if you ever get around to playing it. Um, oh, and uh, she watched her husband um, play it after she finished it, too. So she's another game, like a secondary game watcher. Yeah. Um, there's a couple, there's a handful of things in there I wanted to address, but the, the fake or genuine thing that really got to me on, what was that Saturday? Uh, we had, it was, it was this thing called the state of the suck and it was where Dan, um, the comedian I work with, he would basically address the fans and, and tell them the important information of like a recap of the year what we're looking to do the next year, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like a you know state of the union from the president. Mm-hmm. And in that there, is, it's basically a, a four panel um, stage. And then there were what, 500 people filling this beautiful barn built by seven Amish brothers. That wasn't a lie. That was real. Gord and not a single screw or nail in that thing. It's all like, hand hammered with like pegs and uh, I mean I have to post pictures of it it's it's a marvel um and so when I actually had gone to bed I was kind of not feeling the best like anxiety wise but when I woke up I don't even remember what the first thing that happened that where I was like starting to feel it but I remember walking with you 
and like I had already fought off a few like tear out like crying outbursts and um I knew I was fighting off an anxiety attack again and I haven't had one since probably a couple months ago like two or three months ago right yeah right before I started taking my medicine yeah so there was this thought of like fuck it's I'm due like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I was trying all my mental tricks to like just keep it at bay it really feels like holding in a sneeze to me it's like uh, uh." (laughs) yeah and um and i told you i was like hey i don't think i can say too much because um essentially i'm i i will break yeah but i think i'm fighting off an anxiety attack or a panic attack and right as i said those words it was like like here it comes. I was like, okay, that's it. That's all I'm going to say. And then you knew right away what, what state of mind I was in and what needed to happen. Yeah. And I was starting to get really worried because I knew I had to get up and sit facing 500 people who are really eager to hear what us four are going to say. And so there's that aspect, but then there's also the aspect of like, <laughs> This thing is in like 20 minutes. Can I get one in? Can I get a panic attack in real quick and be cool? (laughs) Yeah. And so we decided, yeah, let's at least try. Like, just don't keep holding it in. Just, just do it. Um, and so we went up behind the lodge and I sat there and I had like, it was like a mini one. And it was, I was pulling back the throttle a little bit. Um, and I was able to get through that moment and I had, I had briefed Lindsay that, Hey, if I pop off stage, I need to let you know, I'm like, I'm fighting off a, a, an attack. And I told you, um, the same thing. <clears throat> and there was a couple of times on stage where there was one time where I was like, seconds from like just pushing up off the chair and just just giving myself a few seconds because i it's you you can't help when you start to cry Mm -hmm. and it's more than that it's also breathing heavy breathing and it's yeah uh anyway there were a few times where i had i caught my leg bounce you know all the things Mm -hmm. but another point i know this is i'm rambling here but I think it's all important and I think it's okay. We've got plenty of time. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I wanted to also address mm-hmm. in that, um, and I, I will get to more of this. This all ties into the <laughs> the letter here, I, I promise. Um, but my, my, my uh, sunglasses, my clip-ons, and I think it's a good opportunity since I was in front of a decent amount of people is to explain why I wear those so much. Um, and I think it's multifaceted because I was thinking about this on the way to work this morning. Uh, sometimes I just drive in silence, believe it or not. It's not always Toto on my radio. <laughs> um, and I was trying, was like, I want to be honest with myself. I want to be honest with anybody who cares, um, about why. And I think number one, I'll go on the scale of importance. I, I would say number one. I used to wear those thick black frame glasses and the, and clip-ons just, I couldn't find any that really fit. But once I moved to these, um, you know, gold rounder rim, uh, glasses, the, the, I should have brought them down. Damn it. 
Um, I found them on Amazon. They're like, I think like $20 a pair, a set. And they last me a, a great while. I have a lot of different pairs with different um, sheens to them. So number one is they fit my glasses well and I can finally wear like sun protection now because I've always been the squinty guy and be like, no, nah, I'm fine. <laughs> right. You yeah. were, you were always the person like, why don't you just get fucking sunglasses? I yeah. Like, no, nah, I'm fine. Um, so now that I'm in the world of like, oh, this is actually nice. I don't have, this is nice to have shade protection. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I think they look cool. Yeah. So that's like, that's like the one part of the pie. The, the more important part of the pie for me is that I found in many situations, they help me look people in the eyes easier and it doesn't get rid of it. It's not like a magic spell, but it, it helps dull social anxiety. And so even at nighttime, I'll still wear them. Mm -hmm. And I remember right before karaoke, I was telling you, I was like, I was like nervous because it's karaoke, mm -hmm. but it's also like for me, I don't know, just being, I've always been silly, but as an adult, it's harder. Yeah. And, it's hard to be silly in front of strangers. Yeah. And so that was like prime example of a time I would wear my sunglasses. Yeah. That's why I did at the panels. Cause one, I was puffy eyed. So it was like protecting you from having to see the, the, uh, leftovers from me having a panic attack. Yeah. Um, but you explicitly told me, no, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that because these are the exact people who deserve to like see more of you mm -hmm. quite literally. And I had made that. I was like, okay, yeah, I agree. Cause you know, I know it's weird, but I do protect my eyes a lot because it's, I don't know. It just feels like a shield. Like it's like, uh, was that Big Daddy? The magic yeah. sunglass. It, it's in a less jokey sense. It's kind of like that. Yeah. And um, you told me, no, I had agree I had agreed, and I had I'd set myself on not doing that. And uh, man, I'm starting to cry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and um, and then I was like, right before I was like. No, I it's the lights are bright. I I should probably do it. And you're like, no, don't don't do it. So I decided not to, and I'm so glad that I didn't. Because it did feel, even though it was even though it was it was more for me than it was like for anyone else. I didn't. And um I'm sorry. Damn it, that's the first one. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I want... That's kind of why I wanted to tie it in um, to the message that we got of is it fake or is it genuine? Yeah. And I don't think it's binary like that. I was thinking of the concept of masks in the sense of I'm going to put on this mask of like fun, energetic, um, super interested in everything going on around them, life of the party person, really mm -hmm. smiley person. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Just because that's a mask 
that doesn't mean it's not genuine. Yeah. Because I I wear more than two masks. It's it's not either fake or genuine. I think f- being fake or phoning it in and all that that is a mask we all wear. Uh, in whatever situations you're in, everybody has had to phone it in on some level. Um, that's not any any near. That's not the mask I was wearing this weekend. The mask I was wearing this this weekend was, especially Saturday, was keep it together, and part of me feels, especially because I'm doing this show. Part of me feels like I was trying. I was trying to f- keep that from people like by wearing the glasses and ducking up behind the lodge and like doing it myself. And so is that not genuine, or you know? And <clears throat> and so then when I get back to. So, so this right now is me wearing my raw mask, like my, the one without all the paint on it, like, um, and what I was thinking about was what happened, I think, uh, on Saturday when I have those panic attacks, it, it almost feels like, okay, we were walking from our cabin and I, and I was taking off my chill relaxed I don't have to talk to anybody right now mask and I was trying to put on my let's do this mask and that that transition period wasn't immediate yeah and the thing that I think I'm still struggling to like I think we all are going to struggle until we die is when you take one off that period where they're both in your hand who what is that yeah and that's that's when you you know you feel the most raw and um yeah i know i've been babbling this whole time on it but (laughs) it was just this concept of of we wear masks yeah all different kinds of masks and i want to be very clear that just because I say that one of my masks is a when I'm around other people, that doesn't mean it's not genuine. Yeah, it's it's still a genuine part of me. It's just a it's just a different button that's turning on a different motor inside of me. Yeah, and if you keep that motor running all the time, I don't, I'm losing the the metaphor here, but. You know what I mean? Like you're going to to burn that part of yourself out. Yeah. And your mask will break. Yeah. And then you can't put it on anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You can please say something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I almost, I almost viewed it as when you're feeling that like raw moment. That's when you don't have any mask on at all. It's not a raw mask. It's like that is yeah. the stripped down. And I think that like so it's like <laughs> I still hadn't put on the one I was trying to put on yet. Yeah. And I think that sometimes wearing masks can be really heavy. Like regardless of what it is, if it's the mask you put on when you're overworked but you have to just keep pushing so you have that mask on or you have the mask of like okay, I've got all these adult worries, but I need to like 
show up and be playful for my kids. I have I can't show them how hard this part is or um, or I'm going to be in a really social setting and I don't want to come off like I don't want to be here. So I'm going to pull out yeah. whatever kind of joy I can and throw that mask on. But sometimes that transition period, it's like, no, dude, like I'm really tired from wearing this one for so long. And I know I need to put this other one on, but I'm not ready for the weight yet. Yeah. So I'm stuck in this position of like, I'm just so fucking tired mm-hmm. that I can't, I can't bring myself to do it, but I know I have to. So you have to like pull that from somewhere else. And sometimes that just can take longer um, or feel more overwhelming than yeah. at other moments. And I think that for you, like this weekend, I mean, it took a lot of work to be able to take off the time that you guys were off. So you already were coming off the back of like a few really stressful weeks. Mm-hmm. You just had a lot on your plate. And our travel. There's some other, sucked. yeah, there's some other like transitional things happening at work for you that created more. Um, and then we also have this podcast now. And so we had to like record ahead for that. Um, we have all of these things on our plate and it took a lot to be able to like take that week to do this summer camp. So you're already tired coming into it. We had a couple of days before everybody else got in, but those were really eaten up with like prep stuff for camp. You know, they yeah, weren't we were they weren't quite working, as like relaxing as I think we had anticipated. I tried to bring a book. I literally read half of a page. <laughs> I, we sat down. I we thought it was a good time. I started reading and then we got called to do something yeah, else. Like that was I sat down. I literally we sat down at the pavilion on these nice swings. We were like, "Oh man, we should come down here like before anybody gets here to really enjoy this because these this these are the prime spots we were literally there for 90 seconds and you got a text and it was like fuck okay i got one thing like started (laughs) um (laughs) and so i think that like you weren't able to have the relaxed time before yeah and then everyone comes in and so we know that like we both need to be in this place of like it doesn't matter how tired we are like we need to you know, let everybody know that like we're excited too. We are excited, yeah. And we want to talk to you, and you're talk. You want to talk to us, and we want. We don't want you to feel like you're bothering us at all because yeah. you're genuinely not. We're yeah. just tired, and we don't want sure. to come off uninterested because we're yeah. tired. And so, yeah, I think by Saturday, like that mask was just really fucking heavy. Yeah. And so it's like falling off. Yeah. And you're trying to figure out how to like pull it back together. Yeah. But you were just having this moment. And it's funny because later that night, um, we had like a ouch, like a rave thing um, to like close out camp. Yeah. And you were wearing your sunglasses and somebody walked up to me and they were like, totally jokingly, but they were like, and you know, like the only people that wear sunglasses at night are like kind of douchey. And I kind of laughed and they were laughing. I was like, yeah. I said, Usually I totally agree with you, but Logan's wearing his because his eyes are puffy. He doesn't want everyone to has been crying. <laughs> you know, like, um, but it was like. That's kind of why I wanted to take the book because I know in general. Yeah. Sometimes it can come wearing your way, sunglasses yeah. at night. is like, look at me. Yeah. It's, it's like, it really is. It's not that it's uh, almost please don't look at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. It's, I know. Yeah. yeah. But um, but yeah, so I just feel like it. you just had this moment of like this shit. Like I'm, I'm just fucking 
tired. I'm like, also, really who run said down. that? Do I need to beat someone up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she hears this. She's going to want to die that I even no, said that. No, that's funny. Because, like yeah, that. no, it's funny. It totally, I've said that to you so many times. Like, I know. Logan, I know that's the risk I off. run. And I know some people think that. <laughs> but I also, yeah, there's enough people out there who understand that it doesn't matter to me. Well, and I think that she only said it because she knew that you aren't douchey. So she was I like know, teasing. I know. It's a joke. Any, I, I, I love comedy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but I was talking to somebody um, at camp and I don't know that this fits into the mask situation as much as um, <laughs> it almost just fits into like the, the things we convince ourselves of whenever uh, we have things that we're really uncomfortable with like within ourselves and I talked to you about this a little bit but um one of the things we did while we were at camp um was one of the days I think it was Friday we went swimming and uh we got in the pool and it was this like heated thing but it was cold whatever and I did the thing that I always do where like we get there and I like take my shirt off and I'm and I looked at you and I was like hey do I look okay like yeah but I'm but then as soon as I said it, I look around and I'm like, dude, like this group of people that we had at this camp, mm-hmm. and we knew this because of the people that were at camp last year, they are the most like kind hearted people. Mm-hmm. You know, like they would never make someone feel uncomfortable that way. And they would never like look at somebody and have those like really judgmental thoughts because like everyone there has been through that shit you know what i mean so they don't want to put other people through that so they are like the most kind-hearted genuine group of people yeah and so i said it to you and then i looked around and i'm like i'm like i know that nobody here is thinking a mean thing about me right you know what i mean and like that is such a gift if anything people were probably thinking like i kind of want to go hang out with kate right now (laughs) wow but like i felt like that was such a gift because i don't feel like someone that is that lives in a bigger body could ever go to like a public pool in any other circumstance and feel like there's not anybody that's looking at them or yeah. making mean comments either out loud or internally like it just isn't a safe space for yeah. people in bigger bodies typically but it was like this is really genuinely like a once in a mm-hmm. once in a very blue moon you know yeah. that I get to have that And so then we get in the pool and I literally, I didn't let myself have another thought about it. I'm like, we're all just swimming. We're all just having a good time. It's not a big deal. And we got to play around and we like play basketball or whatever. And, um, and it was a good time. And it was like, I haven't gotten in a pool with you without kids with us since we've had them. And for a very long time, I'm saying five or six (laughs) years, probably. After I had had Ollie, I had convinced myself that I just didn't like swimming very much. Right. Um, so there was no reason to like get in a swimsuit and shave every hair off of my body and like go put myself in front of other people so that my kid could play in water because I just don't like it that much. But in reality, like I actually really did like swimming, you know, like I yeah. helped start the team at our high school, like I used to love how that, that like very free feeling of like being underwater and feeling yourself just covered in that. And you're just kind of like floating around and it's not 
hard, you know, it's not, you're not heavy. You're just like, it, it was one of those things that made me feel like closer to nature than like anything else. Mm -hmm. And I really genuinely found a lot of joy in the water. But once I got to this place where I was really uncomfortable with my body and I didn't know how to like work through that really I just convinced myself I didn't like it anymore and then for like half a decade I stripped like not only the joy that I could have had from swimming but also like the joy of my kids having a mom that gets in the water with them you know like we would start going to the beach and I would like sit on the side and watch you and the kids or we would go to a um a hotel pool And Mm. I would sit on the side of the pool and have my legs in, but I wouldn't have a swimsuit on. I wouldn't Mm. get in the water. And Ollie would beg me to get in the water. And I just wouldn't. I would just be like, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to like get my fucking hair wet or whatever. You know, I would make up some stupid ass mistake, like excuse. Um, And it was one of the reasons why I told myself last year that I was going to like put all this effort in because I was recognizing that I'm like stealing joy from all of us because I'm so uncomfortable but like how sad and fucked up that for like the Kate that lived in a bigger body also deserved to play yeah. in the water with her kids and not feel that way. Mm. Or like I I think I genuinely went a full decade without wearing shorts. And I just told mm, myself yeah. I just told myself that I just preferred to wear leggings. But like, no, I was a hot, sweaty bitch. I would have loved to have had shorts on, but I just hated the way that it looked. I felt like I looked bad. I felt like other people would look at me and think I looked bad. I was afraid that that would be embarrassing for the kids if like I didn't like look okay or I didn't look a certain way or I didn't fit into some box. And like, so for a long time, I just like didn't wear shorts. Uh, We didn't go do things in the summer. Like we would just like stay home or do things like around the house or in the yard or whatever but like I wouldn't put myself in these positions where I would feel really uncomfortable or like somebody would not somebody would be thinking something mean about me or that I would run into somebody from high school and they'd be like damn like she doesn't look the same as she used to you know like yeah and I just felt like that was on the topic of masks that we wear for other people it was like I It's like I had put on that mask for myself of like, no, you just don't like those things anymore. So you're not missing out. You're not losing anything. You just don't like it. But like, I fucking did like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just think that it's really sad because I, I know that there are other women out there. I would assume that there's men out there too. Um, But I know that there are women out there that don't do things. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they feel a certain type of way about the way that they look. And like yeah, just how I, sad that that is. It's it's all humans that are experiencing that. Any 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 human that has a uh a, you know a weight issue or uh, you know, maybe it's even, you know, cosmetic. You know, for a long time I was very self conscious about my teeth. That's why my smile was crooked. You know how my brother had his crooked smile. Part of it was like, I kind of want to emulate my brother's smile. But the other part was when you you do that, you don't show as much as my snaggle tooth, you know? So it was there. I'm literally altering the way I show joy because I'm self-conscious about something. I literally couldn't have the way my body grew. Yeah. 
Um, and then, yeah, I mean, going back to weight, I, I was, I struggled with my weight my whole life. I mentioned I was the kid, uh, who would wear the shirt at the pool. Um, I was also the kid. I mean, going back to drumline, man, uh, those goofy outfits that we wore, they came with, uh, unitards to wear underneath like really black or sorry, really tight black unitards. <clears throat> so you'd look better in your outfit. Those, uh, they, cause they were, they were like basically like spanks, right? Yeah. Um, and I remember seventh and eighth grade getting those <laughs> and secretly thinking, Oh my God, this is a godsend. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't know I could, like, I could wear these. And so I literally started going to school, sucking in all my fat so I would look better and no one would know. Um, so yeah, I say that just like, you're not alone. Like, I think everybody who has struggled with, with weight or appearance of any kind has tried to, yeah alter their appearance in some way because of embarrassment or whatever that is. Yeah. I feel like one of the things that I'm just like so hopeful for when it comes to like the big body positivity movement or just like the way that it feels like we as millennials are raising our kids that hopefully continues on from this point on is this like this idea of like you don't talk about other people's bodies. You don't yeah. talk about like how other people look. You don't make fun of people for that shit. Like that's a fucked up thing to do. And that mm -hmm. is something that, I mean, we did like a whole episode that we never released. Um, specifically, I don't know if we, I don't know if we really will. I know. I, think I don't we think just so either. Get back to it. Yeah. But we did point. like a whole episode about, um, like body image and like these moments in my life as a as a young girl then growing up and having like people that seem to be sprinkled through from like second grade all the way up through like freshman or sophomore year that just really made me feel like shit about the way that I looked yeah. um, and it's like that stuff has then haunted me forever. Like I have, I have never been in a body that I liked literally ever. I can look back at when I was in the best shape of my life as a fucking junior in high school. And even then I was, I didn't like the way that I looked because I was built bigger than a lot of other girls still. Like I just, I think that that's like such a sad and fucked up thing. And it's, it truly feels like all of that stems from these little comments that were made about my body that I did not ask for from second grade all the way through. And so my hope is that like, you know, we are raising our kids and other people, hopefully fingers crossed are raising their kids that like, you don't make somebody feel like shit for the way that they fucking look. Yeah. Because how I felt at camp this year is how I wish I could feel all the time. I know. Of like, we're all just here and we're trying to have a good time and we're trying to get to know each other and we're trying to like lift each other up and we're not going to make someone feel shitty 
for like just literally how they are yeah. like what they look like or where they're at went in their life or their accomplishments or their careers or whatever it's like you just see people as people and you find your ways to like empathize with them and and find these like common things that you can kind of bond on but you're not looking for ways to like tear each other down yeah and i just so wish that we could like have that community all the time yeah that would be like insane I feel like it would change so much like where you struggle with like the imposter syndrome and feeling like you're going to somebody's going to like find out that you're not as good. And it's like, no, you but you are like you are that good. And I think if you had people your whole life that really lifted you up in that way, like where you could be now, if you had felt like the whole time, no, I am totally worth this accomplishment or this career or this goal that's like attainable for me because I am that good Yeah. instead of feeling like for me, anytime someone gives me literally any compliment, mm-hmm. whether it's, Hey, you like my fucking hair? Well, it's fake. You know, I just got extensions cause my hair is like a weird, you know what I mean? I'm like, it's just yeah. like the littlest, I can't, I can't accept a single nice thing that someone says about me. I always have to follow it with like, yeah, but I'm like not great at this. Yeah, I definitely used to do that a lot where it's like, um, let's say I made something and I was 90% happy with it. And someone were to say, oh, that's awesome. Nice. My gut instinct is to say like, yeah, I know I, it's still not quite done. You know, I have this thing right here that didn't really like I point out the flaws myself. And I think it goes back to like we were talking about my brother did that. Yeah. Um, and even <laughs> even growing up, um, this is maybe tied. I don't know. My dad owned a sign shop. You know that, obviously. But anytime he would go and he would see another wrapped vehicle, uh, uh, a cool sign on a window, whatever, he would have to, have to, have to touch it and just like pick at it and analyze it. And it's like, I wonder if I get that from him. Like, I just have to pick and analyze my own shit, too, Mm -hmm. to the point of, like, if it's, if it's, um, nothing's ever perfect. There's always room for improvement. It reminds me of that, um, my, one of my, one of my favorite documentaries is, uh, Six Days to Air, the South Park documentary. Yeah. And there's a point where they are, I don't know, like two days out from air. And you really feel the tone shift in the documentary where they're like, okay, the laughs are over at this point of the week Mm -hmm. and we all hate our fucking jobs. And we're just trying to get this, like trying to make this a good piece of art at this point. Yeah. Um, And and they all think it's like the worst episode they've ever written. It's dog shit. Every single week, Trey hates the episode by the end because his, his problem is it's never done. There's always a tweak to be made. There's, it's a, kind of like the George Lucas syndrome. Like, stop touching your art. Stop releasing another fucking cut of Star Wars. Like, leave the original alone. And I'm not even a Star Wars fan, but like, I know, at least I, I think, uh, hopefully I didn't just say something inflammatory, <laughs> but I think a lot of Star Wars fans are, are in, that, in that camp of like, we love the original. That is the piece of art. Don't go adding CGI bullshit that 
you know, Mm -hmm. it's not, it is done. It's done. You, you made it. And once it's made to be seen by other people, it now belongs collectively to the people. So don't try to take it back. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like I'm starting to deviate on that one. (laughs) Getting lost. (laughs) You have to save me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just think it's, yeah, it's hard to ever feel like, uh, like what we're doing is just genuinely worthy of a compliment. It's like, there's always in our mind, even with the episodes or whatever, where it's like, oh, that, yeah, yeah, like I, maybe, like maybe we thank you for saying this nice thing about it. Like we definitely like didn't fucking talk on this enough, or like yeah. we. I hope that we did this thing right, but we probably didn't. Like, I do. I do. It just feel feels that. like there's always this kind of like you say something nice and then I have to immediately Qualify undercut it. it. Yeah. And it's like, I just fucking hate that. I did feel that by the way, because normally I'll try to listen, at least in these first handful of episodes, I like to listen back and make sure that everything's good, you know, before we send it out. And I, I say the things I want to say, but I think you had to blow your nose. And I had just gotten done telling, like basically saying like telling Oliver, uh, the anime wasn't my thing. And, like, I don't think I necessarily have to force that. I also, like, I was nervous that that was going to come off as, like, oh, this dude doesn't care to, like, be interested in his kid's shit. No, that I want to be clear. Like, no, that's not the case. I just want to be very open and transparent with my kid that, like, I am giving this a try because I want to do that. But I think it's also important to, to know... I will have things with Oliver. I don't have to, you don't have to force yeah. things because then it's not going to be, then it's not going to be genuine. Well, and like we have, we'll find other, well, they have to- so much other shit. Yeah. Well, and we have told Oliver before because then they loved throw it back at us. <laughs> um, but it's like, Hey, it's okay to not like something. Right. You know, like if you don't like it, you don't like it. It yeah. doesn't mean that that person's stupid for liking it. It doesn't mean that mm-hmm. you need to tear their shit down. And just because you don't like it doesn't it. mean you can't appreciate it, which yeah. I think I said, and just because you don't like it doesn't mean it isn't good. Mm-hmm. Like you, it's just not your flavor, Subjective. and that's fucking fine. Yeah. Um, but like with with Ollie with the anime, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I think that it was nice that you sat and watched an episode. I think we watched a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think it's fine to just be like, "Hey, man," like, and I'll still do that every now and again. Yeah, like, "Hey, I'm." This isn't really like the thing I want to watch in the same way that you don't want to watch this thing that I want to watch, whether it's a football game or whatever, that's fine. But like we can watch this thing together that we both really enjoy. Mm -hmm. And then you can watch your show on your own time and I'll watch mine on mine. Like, you know, I think that that's like a fine thing to feel and it's a fine thing to teach Ollie too. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Yeah. I did want to bring it back around to the compliment thing though, because I, I now remembered what I was trying to say. Okay. I do think I'm better about compliments now. I've tried to teach myself when someone gives me some sort of, uh, you know, I, lo- I love your work or thank you for doing what you do here or whatever. Yeah. It's normally met with a, 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 no, a thank you, uh, like a legitimate thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I have, I struggle to say thank you. Yeah. I don't know. It does sound weird, but the more you say it, the easier. It's all thank you. Like, I yeah. appreciate that. I, I say that a lot. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm getting better at like truly accepting when people are genuinely giving me a compliment. 
I think in the same way that I'm really bad at accepting compliments, I'm also really bad at accepting when someone wants to do a nice thing for me. Oh, that yeah, feels yeah, yeah. like a very foreign, but we had yeah. the example at camp and I know she'll be listening because she says that she does. Yeah. Um, but we had went up to the coffee shop and um, everything about this camp was all inclusive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we had not realized or just hadn't paid attention or whatever that like when we went up to the coffee shop, that was the only thing you needed to have money for. But we weren't carrying our wallets. Yeah. Um, and I actually asked, I was like, is there a bad magic like tab or anything because i yeah because i didn't yeah th- i hadn't paid for anything since i've been there yeah yeah and we had gotten coffee a couple of days before the camp from had, one like, of the staff members opened yeah, right, and right. it didn't get charged for it but anyway <laughs> yeah. so we had like hauled ass up this <laughs> huge hill to get specifically i just wanted a cup of coffee we hadn't had like you know it was like brewed hot coffee and iced coffee down in the lodge but i'm like a brat you know i just like wanted an oat milk latte it was just basic yeah so right. we go up there and we order and then embarrassingly we're like oh we don't have any money with this <laughs> so we're like never mind um and we ran into this gal that had come up to do the meet and greet and everyone that came through there had their wallets because the merch store was in there too so it was like they mm-hmm. knew that they would like need right. that if they wanted to buy things and so i like was like oh how embarrassing we don't have we, didn't, we forgot our wallets and we'll have to go whatever. And she was like, well, let me buy it. Let me just buy it for you. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, no, no, that's okay. And she was like, no, like that would make me feel good to do that for you. Like just, it's not a big deal. Let me buy it. I bet I told her eight times. Yeah. Like, no, you don't have to. And it's like in that moment, I'm also like stealing because I know I love to treat people to things. Like I'm genuinely happy to like step in and help you. If you forgot your wallet, my God, I'll just pay for it. Like, don't worry yeah, about it. Right. So it's like, while I'm making it awkward by telling her no so many times, I'm also like stealing this little bit of joy that she was, you know, potentially going to have right. by, like, yeah, you're by helping someone out. Yeah. Because you like to do that. Yeah, I do. And you so, love to do that. So finally, I'm like sheepishly like, oh, my God, okay. Like, okay, fine. Yes, thank you. So we go in and um, I tell the guy jokingly, I'm like, oh, I found somebody to pay for my coffee. Which I don't think he knew I was like kidding. So oh. I think he was like, I felt a little weird after I said it. <laughs> but, but he was like, okay, so you want like two? Because we had ordered two. And I was like, oh, no, just one. Yeah. And the girl was like, no, get get both. And I, so then again, we had this like, no, no. And she's like, okay, just, just get. Yes. Yeah, yes. Right, we right. want both. So you make it more and so, awkward. So I continue to make yeah. it fucking awkward like a dipshit. So she pays for it and she turns to me and she's like, I think she said something along the lines of like, you know, my mom always, you know, told me that sometimes it's good. It's good to just say thank you. Right. And I was like, okay, well, thank you. (laughs) She was like, you're welcome. And then that was it, you know, but it's like, I'm just so bad at accepting kindness from people. Yeah. Whether it's kind words or a kind action or whatever. It's like, I'm so terrible at receiving the thing that I... I enjoy giving out more than anything. Again, we talked about last week, like me mirroring people because I just want you to have a good time first. I'm more worried about you enjoying yourself. And then that brings me joy in whatever we're doing. If I'm not genuinely having a good time, it, it makes me feel good to know that I'm doing something to make you feel good. Yeah. But then like, I don't accept that from other people. I don't like give other people that opportunity to do that with me. Yeah. Without making it horribly fucking awkward. Yeah. So. Well, can I give you a tip? 
Just say thank you. <laughs> Just say thank you. Um, but no, you can go to the. Um, so I used to have the Indiana too, right? Which I, <laughs> I think I've told you before. Which I feel is, like you made that up, and you. No, I'm totally making like, it up. But if I'm, you've I'm, deemed it an Indiana. I'm going to say this: the Indiana, it's <laughs> so like a Midwest too, Indiana too, where if someone say I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay for this, I'm gonna get this. You get one. Say, oh no, please no! You don't. You don't have to do that. And they say, no, 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 it's on me, right? You get the second one, and that's it. And you'll be like, oh, no, 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 please, please. That's it. You get That's the Indiana 2. Then it's on them. Then they say, no, I got it. Then you accept and you say, then thank you. Yeah. Or they say like, okay. You gave them twice. And if they say, okay, all right, it's back on you. And then you pay for it. Now... I'm down to the Washington one, baby, <laughs> because I think I think it's I think it's nicer. Yeah. If someone goes, hey, let me get this. You get one. You go, oh, please, you don't have to do that. And they're like, no, 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 please let me get it. You go. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, that would make it less awkward. So you need I'm to like switch this- to the Washington way. If you really want if you really want to refuse, just give yourself one. I like I'm like this even in the car, <laughs> which is so infuriating to you where i'll like wave someone and then if they wave back at me bitch i'll die here before i go in front have of you, you. Seen, i will seen, keep telling you to go and you're like kate you're making it fucking worse and please I'm like, tell me you've seen that portlandia skit no you go it's like no no you go no you go go ahead i'm fine you go i think that was a show that you watched more than me oh so. my god it was hilarious and then he like gets out of the car sits on a chair and he's like i'm fine seriously you go <laughs> no you go no you go yeah, no. Yeah, like I don't want to come off rude <laughs> at all. So I will I will die here. But at a certain point I'm being rude by not fucking just doing right. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like at I a would, certain yeah. point when we left that interaction with the coffee, I'm like, I felt so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that probably was like fucking rude for me to even make it that fucking awkward. Yeah. Well, you're working on it. Over a couple cups of coffee. And you know, so, if she's listening, I'm sure she yeah. is. Hey, Kathy, right thank now. you for the fucking coffee. You're very sweet. <laughs> and I really appreciated it. Uh, Damn. That's funny. Damn. All right. Well, I think this is probably a good spot to end this discussion. But on this episode, we're actually going to continue this discussion, I think, because we got some other stuff we wanted to talk about. But we're going to do that over on Patreon. So we are officially launching the Patreon today. Uh, Well, we're recording this like a few days, I guess, last week at this point. I hate recording ahead. I know. It's weird. Um, (laughs) But yeah, as this comes out, as you're hearing this, there is now an official Patreon, which you can go check out. There are four different levels. Um, Actually, let me pull them up on my phone. um, We have the different clubs we settled on, right? So we have the yearbook club, which I was mistaken. I know I watched the video from that Jack Conti, the guy who who started Patreon, that there was a free level. I think that just hasn't been rolled out yet. Okay. Uh, So our yearbook club is $1. So it's basically just to get you on on the platform. So it's $1 a month. um, And that will come. uh, Should we go through, I guess, what all the stuff is um because this will be the regular episode and so to get people to want to check it out so they know what they're getting into okay is that cool 
Sure. All right. So the yearbook club, um, they're going to be ad-free episodes, which obviously all the episodes are ad-free at this point. I will say we had the opportunity to do some backfill ads, but we just, we declined on that for right now because we have no control over who the advertisers are. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just don't like that, especially with a show with a sensitive nature like this. Mm -hmm. I want to keep it. I just, I don't want to play that game. It's a, it's a quick, cheap buck and it's not even worth it really, if I'm being honest. So all the episodes are going to be ad free for now. Uh, so now you get ad free, you get exclusive and behind the scenes content as well. So we're going to try to use our Patreon as a place to post uh, videos of our, I would say like hobbies, things we're up to quick yeah. little videos, like out on the porch or running to the grocery store, just fun stuff, like thoughts as they come. Right. You know, whatever. That's all the behind the scenes uh, content. And then um, we're, we're going to brainstorm some exclusive stuff as well. And then um, on the $5 a month level, we have the Recess Club. And that's where you get all the other stuff uh, at the dollar level. But then you also get a $5 merch discount. 5%. Or sorry, yeah. <laughs> What'd I say? $5. Sorry, five. Yeah, 5% merch discount. Um, and then the AV club is the $10 tier and that's where you will get into the monthly bonus episode, which is what we're getting ready to record. Mm-hmm. But I have to pee first cause I'm, I've been drinking too much. Okay. Um, uh, would you want to say something? Well, I was going to say, and then you also get a 10%. Yes. And then, yeah. And then the 10% merch code. So basically the dollar level correlates to the percent discount you get, which brings us to, the uh, honors club which is $20 a month but you get all the other stuff so ad free episodes behind the scenes content exclusive content the monthly bonus episode a 20% merch discount and we're going to do this fun like uh live monthly live hangout type thing mm-hmm. so it could be could be just us literally doing this and just like answering questions some sometimes sometimes it could be maybe we want to try to watch a movie somehow in sync you yeah. know or like a zoom call and everybody would just kind of be all together and yeah a big zoom we're just going to feel it out but we want to do some sort of interactive thing where it's like a regular you know as as physical as we can without being physical touch base with everyone yeah um and then I imagine we're going to think of stuff along the way that we want to say, oh, let's just add that to this tier. Let's add that to this tier because we have other ideas. We just haven't. We just wanted to yeah, get you guys going with some fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which some of the other things we want to talk about uh, we can do in the, the bonus yeah. episode. But some of the other things that we want to be involved with uh, within the Patreon group, um, kind of like this cool product that we've talked about but then also like a big event that we talked about so uh so yeah we'll talk about that in the bonus episode yeah so i guess uh so we'll just end this one now uh if you have not joined the facebook group yet um that would be a great place to start if you want to have like you know that's where we post first on questions for the podcast Mm -hmm. or just kind of like updates in general um coming up on 500 members Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Uh, that's just uh, the Broken Youth Club. Mm-hmm. If you have a story that you would like to send in, um, you can send that to uh, my life at brokenyouthclub.com. And then our hotline again is 509-850-0674. You can leave up to a three-minute voice message, which we will listen to and add it to our conversations. 
I will say I'm a little behind on emails because we were gone for this trip. Yeah, we were so I'll get caught up. All I actually right? did think about that on the way home. Yeah. Like, oh, we have a handful to get to. Yeah. Sure. So by the time that this comes out, I will have it cleared out. But as of today, right now, they are not. Yeah. Oops. Sorry. Oh, well, we'll get to it. Uh, <laughs> I think people understand. Yeah. <laughs> Doing my best. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, we're so thankful for you guys. Um, it was so great to meet. Um, all of you that we got to meet at camp, um, you were just as special and fantastic mm -hmm. and kind as we thought you would be. And by the way, I just want to be very clear. My even though there was anxiety with like having to do so much of it, uh, I think that is what ironically refilled my cup. Yeah, because I that's I once I'm in it and I actually I don't know talking to people really keeps me energized, even though. There is this social drain happening on the on the back end. I feel like for me, it, it was less of, like the the nerves and the anxiety and stuff was less about talking to people and more about the way that I needed to, you know, like be engaged in the different events that we were in. Yeah, because like some stuff, um, like a drag show, right. I genuinely fucking love. Oh, dude, you always. lost your Man. mind. Let's, here, let's leave that for the bonus episode. We'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just wanted to be very clear. There were a couple times where I had to tell people. So many people would come up and say, "I'm so sorry to bother you with whatever." Yeah, and I had to tell them like, "No, that's literally that's literally why." I'm yeah, here. yeah. It's like the things like, that please were. Please do because I enjoy when people are like, "Hey, you know." uh, can I talk to you for a sec? Whatever. Yeah. You're not bothering me. Like, yeah. No one is ever bothering me by taking a picture, wanting to talk with me. Literally ever, ever, ever. Yeah. It was just more about like, you know, needing to like be solid for karaoke or like be engaging in the dance or making sure yeah. that we had everything set and ready for the live. Like there were just all these other things that I think is what caused a lot of the stress and anxiety. It was not anything to do with no, interacting yeah, with people. people. We no. actually really loved yeah. everybody that was nah. that was there. And so yeah. great. So um so yeah. Yep. If you would like to keep listening to us talk, um, and we'll talk more about camp and more about uh the Patreon stuff, uh just hang tight because yeah. that And that's just patreon.com. I damn it, what I settle. It's either Broken Youth Club or Broken Youth Club podcast. Damn it, I should have written that down. <laughs> wow. We'll put it. Well, obviously, we'll have it in the link of this episode, but uh, or you just search up Broken Youth Club on Patreon and find us. Yes. So, but all right, guys, we'll see you next week. Yes. Goodbye.